Welcome to Holy Grace Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, inviting you to embrace your authentic and truest self in your journey. Join me in our haven where we cultivate and nurture our mind, body, and spirit as we radiate positivity and create ripple effect through everyone who's going through holistic healing or any transformative journey. Understanding that this is a safe space for you to be and explore that enlightening journey. So sit back and relax and let's quantum leap. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Holy Craze Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, fully evolved, I would say, titled as not only as your life coach, but your guide to your authentic core essence. That's going to be my punchline now. I'm just so happy to talk about this. I was just recently inspired by a client of mine who just went on board with me and she's actually a previous classmate from college or in nursing school back then. And she was telling me this story of, you know what, I've been following you for a while now and I've seen so much change in you. And she proceeded to mention about you are completely different from college, how we have to have those makeup duties. So makeup duties is basically if you missed some um, clinicals or when you go to, because as nursing students on our senior year, we have to do at least eight hours in a day or I think 16 hours in a week to fulfill clinical duties. And every time I don't want to go, we have to make it up. And both of us are always on makeup duties. And she was just admiring how I fully changed. And I told her, I am going to tell you this. It took me 10 years to be in this state and invested on myself consistently. And I even told her how I've spent almost 70 grand of money to just be in this mind, body, and spirit. I love how I am right now. And if I would tell you how I was 10 years ago, completely different. So anyway, with this episode that we're going to talk about is connected to how can you feel grounded or how do you ground yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed, which brings me to that story. Back then as a nursing student, I'm always overwhelmed. I'm always stressed out. And as a nurse, you would know I should have a great coping mechanism when I'm overwhelmed, or I should know what are the healthy ways to actually cope up, right? Actually not. As a nursing student, I'm the most toxic when it comes to coping. You know what we do when we need to sleep? We still have to drink coffee. Extra four cups of coffee to be up to finish our work to be up the whole day and the next day feeling sluggish only running two hours or three hours of sleep and it's over glorified by people or students that oh I've only had three hours of sleep so everybody's like oh wow you're such a hard worker so in our culture in the Philippines if you work so hard like crazy that is very glorified like until the death until you feel like you're almost having a disease that no one is even aware of. That was me back then. And 
kid you not, I would go to duty at 4 a.m., running two hours of sleep, probably had like four cups of coffee already and trying to drag myself to take care of patients. Patients who are ill, chronically ill. Sometimes we would go to medical surgery ward where we would handle patients who has ulcers in their back. And I don't know how I made it, but I think I was so numb throughout the whole day in our duty that by the time I go home, I can't even rest because I didn't even process what I just went through. And as a nurse, you would have known that we should be the best caretaker of ourselves. I wasn't. So how can you ground yourself? I'm just sharing you guys how extreme it was with me in college and going into getting really sick and having to experience autoimmune disease. I was on the extreme spectrum. You can just imagine my heart rate is raising all the time. I'm always agitated, anxious, if you would put it that way. I don't know how to regulate my emotions. I'm always triggered, always taking things personally, always have to ruminate things or thoughts and don't have specific tools to feel at ease or even regulate my nervous system. Why? Because I, my, autoimmune, my autoimmune disease is already whack. My nervous system is already not controlled. And coming from that space, I learned so well how to not be in that state ever again. I was in this self-mastery journey to bring myself back to parasympathetic state, which is a state where you feel calm, you feel at ease. And I've tried so many ways to have that. And one of the things that I actually wanted to tell you guys, like, what are the signs, right? What are the signs when you're not feeling grounded? One is you're underfeeling. When you're not grounded, you're always overthinking. You're up in your head. You're second guessing, you're doubting, or you're not tuning in to your sensations because you're fully engrossed with the things, the issues, the concerns that you have, and you're in a constant rumination on and on, thinking and thinking and underfeeling. That's one of the signs that you're not fully grounded. Second is like, you just feel like the world is crushing down on you. And it's like you're overwhelmed with all of this task that you haven't paused. Usually my clients, they're lawyers, nurses, or even vice president of company would say this, like, I have all of this task and I'm so overwhelmed that I'm at the point to burn out. And then when I asked them, when was the last time you took a breather or you just notice if you're breathing? And in that moment, it took them a, a few minutes to realize that they weren't even aware that they're breathing. Simple as that. All it takes is for you to bring yourself back into your body to completely feel grounded. It is to notice your abundant state, which is your breath. The air is so abundant. Feeling your breath. Are you noticing if you're breathing in? 
Do you feel the temperature of your breath? Are you breathing in more in your right nostril, perhaps on your left nostril? Are you breathing in shallow or deep? No one usually pays attention to this, especially when all of the emotions are charging all at once. Why? Because we're so accustomed to doing and doing. Just keep going until you reach your what? Your burnout point. That's the culture. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's personally how I usually operate in school and in the beginning of my autoimmune disease life, lifestyle, quote unquote. So one of the things that my doctor said, you have to be on bed rest for six months. And as a person who's accustomed to doing and doing, don't know what rest means. What is bed rest? He was specific. I can't do sports. I can't do anything that would create strenuous activities. You can do anything that is stressful. And I'm like, school is stressful. Nursing school is stressful. Are you telling me to not go back to school? <laughs> and that was, it dawned to me for six months, I can't do, I can't do. Meaning I have to pause everything. And I went on the state of sadness and grieving and not fully grounded to who I am. And I tried, what is going on? I had to really understand what does it mean to rest? And one of the signs that you're not grounded is that you're completely not connected to what is your blood pressure (laughs) and how does that happen is that your body is constantly running 10 miles or 100 miles per hour when you have an autoimmune disease you're not even fully aware that is running 100 miles per hour so that in itself is extreme disconnection in your body. So the mantra that came to me and how to fully ground ourselves is this. How can I make it simple and how can I connect back with my body and emotions? Again, one of the signs that you're not fully grounded is that you're underfeeling and you're dissociating or you're disconnected to your five senses, your sense of hearing, your sense of feeling, your sense of taste, your sense of smell. You often disregard those abundant senses. Why? Because you're in a constant fight or flight mode. And when you are in this systematic operation, everything is constricted, everything's pumping hard, everything is like on an adrenaline rush. I have to do this, I have to get on this, I have to keep going. We forget that we're just being. So one of the things that you can do to actually feel grounded is to go on the ABC route. I learned this from nursing school, your airway, breathing, circulation, right? So airway meaning, okay, am I breathing in? Am I actually inhaling the air? Am I conscious enough the temperature or am I smelling the air around me, the fragrances around me? 
So when you come to that simple foundational grounding state, you start to notice, I am actually breathing. I'm holding my breath. Some of my clients, when they hop on a call and they're like frantic, I notice that they're holding their breath and I'm like, stop and pause and take a deep breath. And that's where they decompress. They open their chest, they open their heart space to explaining from a very centered way. So it starts with the breathing, right? Start with your airway, your circulation. So if you feel overwhelmed, you can start counting your heartbeat. I love counting my heartbeat because it makes me feel connected with my heart chakra. And our heart chakra is the center for our connection with ourselves. So can you just imagine you're so overwhelmed. It's like you're, you're disconnected to your body. It's like you're constantly running 100 miles per hour and you forget you're just inside your body. You're fighting to get out of your body. So count those heartbeats. Try to palpate your pulse on your left palm, find that, or hold your chest and listen to your heartbeat. When you listen to your heartbeat, you start activating your sense of hearing. And you start listening to your heartbeat, you activate your sense of feeling. You feel the hard, the softness, the loudness of your heartbeat while it pulsates deeply or softly through your veins. So just imagine that and you start slowing things down because you become aware of how your body operates, of how it actually flows. And then go back into another basic, which is your sense of touch. What I would do sometimes when I feel like I am overwhelmed with energies, I start loving myself through physical touch. So I would rub my legs sometimes, or if you could go and do this together with me, if you can just imagine, bring both of your palms or your palms or your hands below your ears and then rub your neck from your behind your nape or your head and pull it all the way downwards to your chest and then just start and consistently touch touch your neck all the way down to your chest repeatedly this is activating your vagus nerve this is activating your parasympathetic state it'll bring you back down this is somatic practice that i learned from a teacher of mine in our program you can take a pause to just practice that and if you still feel confused how to do that dm me but anyway it's so simple but yet so and it brings back to your grounding state as you can see all of these practices that i'm sharing with you right now they all speak with simplicity the volume of simplicity. Why? Because you're in a complex state. You're in a hyper state. And it's opposition, the polarity of things. In order to neutralize that energy, 
you want to come back to your neutral state in your parasympathetic state. How is by really connecting with your body, dissociating to reconnecting. And another practice that I really love doing is when I go for a walk, I would go on a rampage of appreciation. And this is from Abram Hicks and how she has stated, look everywhere around you and just appreciate everything that you witness in front of you through the lens of God or spirit. And whenever I do that, I started reconnecting to the source. I appreciate the flowers, how they bloom. I appreciate every little detail of the leaf, of how does this leaf somehow looks like my veins on my hands. And I appreciate the sunlight that I would pause crossing the street and just feel the sunlight and just let it simmer or penetrate deeply into my skin. And then I would breathe the air, the cold, crisp air of a very wintry day. And it just fuels my lungs, the abundance of the air, of how this life force that is existing existing throughout around me with all of these elements. And then when I go for a walk, since the ocean is a little bit far, probably like 20 minutes walk, but I would go in this park where there's fountain and I would just call in the water's energy to just imagine the water dripping down above my head and let it just trickle down to my scalp, releasing the tension and just let the water, the ocean feeling that it's overpowering this energy to neutralize, to make me feel relaxed and in tune with my body. And that's how I activate my senses. Another thing is, how can I talk to my body when we speak kindly to our body? Your body knows. And if you just say, I love you, you did so well today. You worked so hard. I appreciate you. Watch how your body automatically receives that energy. It will come back to your grounding state. You, your words, your energy. Every cell in your body is an energy. So imagine you already in a stressful, overwhelmed state and still talk negatively and consistently focus your energy on talking shit or sorry for the word but all of that negative stuff will you feel calm or you will feel shitty too exactly so what could happen if you allow yourself to speak kindly to you for just a moment a minute five minute pause and recollect i worked so hard today and acknowledge that I love myself from working so hard and I honor you so much. You are enough. Imagine how that feels. For sure, there's going to be an inner critic that would kick in. But if you just acknowledge that you did so well today, who else would other than you? Because you're the one who's going to validate every single thing that you go through in a day. 
And if you could just take a pause, just a five minute pause and recollect, okay, was I kind enough today? And really just take it, take it all in and know that your connection to presence, you practicing present moment awareness brings you back to that grounding state. Now I could go on and on in all of these practices. One is really being attentive to checking in with yourself, really have that self check in. If you are an intentional being, like how my clients are, how I guide them, because the power of your intention creates the quality of your life. Let's say your intention, and if you bought my inner being journal, I help you guide through your emotions and really create that set, set the tone of your day. With my inner being journal, I help you to recollect and design your day based on your energetic level, your emotional state level, connecting with your inner being. So let's say for today, you set the tone of your day and you write on your inner being journal, what is that feeling? What is that intention of the day that I wanted to have? Let's say for me today, I want to feel abundant. And abundant can be anything. It's an energetic state. So if I want to feel abundant, I want to connect with my action that feels abundant. Abundant of giving love, abundant of of giving kindness to myself. So is you talking mean to yourself abundant? No. So with that, it helps you to recalibrate and reground yourself from very intentional way that you bring yourself back to that state of oneness with your inner being, which tells you, no, you want to feel abundant today. So go back to that. Yes, go ahead and purchase my inner being journal on the link in the description below. And it's still on pre-sale. Oh my God, it's almost sold out. So if you are listening to this, I don't know when, go ahead and purchase that. Anyway, I love being grounded. Why? Because it's, it's a state of oneness with my being, with my inner being, with my soul, with my body. And it's just a feel and in tune with my emotions. And when I'm in tune with my emotion and my nervous system is regulated and it's grounded, I'm not easily persuaded, distracted by any circumstance around me. Benefits of being grounded is really in control of your own internal alignment. So I guide my clients. We have this practice in all of the things that I help them to rewire their mind on how to show up in alignment to their core essence. And that helps them to feel grounded truthfully to how they want it to show up daily. And if this is you, go ahead and click the connection call below to book a free call with me and see from there and how we can create magic. I won't say magic, but a very quantum leap exchange of energies in your transformational journey. I hope this episode serves you i just gave you a little bit and pieces of how to ground yourself and i'm so excited to even share you more of the episodes that i've been recording and i'm really grateful that you guys are responding to our broadcast channel so join us there on instagram and i'll be even sharing more intimate 
things for my community because I love my community. And if you want to join me in person through workshops, I am hosting Energy in Motion Workshop. You can follow my Instagram there as well, where I create space for souls to transmute their energy, to love, to play, to just be connected with your mind, body, and dance with your soul. Thank you so much, everybody. I hope this episode serves you. Follow me on Instagram at Holly Gray and be on the lookout for the program that's coming up soon. I've been working on it for the last two years. And this is one way for you to access through all of the 10 years work that I've done for myself that you can access to really connect deeply to your core essence. I hope you rate this and subscribe and tag me if you're tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. Gratefully, Cray.